Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How long gone? Uh, another day, another dollar. Them jeans <laughs> back in LA. How you feeling? Uh, not wonderful, but not bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it? I mean, I know you had a light travel day, but you've also had some domestic issues. So, is that <laughs> is those things combined to cause you some problems? Yeah, you know, when you when you when you say that word, it makes it sound. Oh, as a- I just oh. I, Oh, I was I didn't mean that. Obviously, God, don't don't I'm just see. saying is, is it obvious, you know? I mean, if you have a dirty mind like you, obviously you go to a dark place, <laughs> but for me, domesticity does not have anything to do with I've got a dirty little mind and I'm into <laughs> domestic issues. So, domestic issue jeans, you've you've had to deal some stuff since you got home. Yeah, there's wanna... the, I mean, it's it is exciting stuff for the listeners. That's what I thought. There's yeah. a there's a there's an electric tankless water heater that lives under the kitchen sink mm. that uh apparently this morning was creating some smoke oh no so are you sure it wasn't you sure it wasn't maybe <laughs> your housemate hitting a bong or anything you're sure it was it was I'm, a problem i'm not sure okay so you can't okay, that i can't not. verify <laughs> i was up in the yay area home of big l so i was unable to to really know so yeah, it was yeah. just kind of feeling around in the dark but, but let, me, let me take a quick guess about this uh i'm gonna say that something like this when you were thousands of miles away in a different part of the state you live in it somehow was your problem to fix it was on the docket for me today yeah okay okay i just want to make i just want to make sure okay i'm sorry continue continue i, I feel like that you you that had a little personal tinge to it which i like oh, let it out however you can I, you know i would never i just i just think it's funny that sometimes <laughs> you know when there's nothing uh someone can do about something it's still their problem that's all i'm saying Damn. that's all i'm saying i feel like we need some chris black merchandise that says i would never but i just did <laughs> that could be in our bravo shop <laughs> bravo shop but yeah yeah so so that's you know but this is something that that them jeans known handyman uh known handyman <laughs> jason the tool man stewart can't <laughs> cannot fix on his own you have to call in some professional help a ringer if you will you can call him a ringer you can call him a plumber however you want to slice it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I need to ha- call somebody from ironically somebody not from the ringer verse for such a sporting network over there they don't really seem too handy i'll tell you what unless no, it's no, uh, a yeah. chevy volt repair <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one at the ringer has, has even put a nail in the wall and that's i mean that's a shot at myself too but they could find you a charging station real quick though they can definitely find you a charge but station. yeah it's it's something that where you know if if gun to my head if my life depended on it i could do it and figure it out but it's it's not that situation and you know it would probably just take me all day and i'd be nervous and you know you got to turn the water off and the electrical and wiring and plumbing and soldering and all you know it's once you start soldering i don't trust anybody you know that's kind of where i that's kind of where i go i've soldered i've soldered a lot what the fuck have you soldered honestly i don't even know it was a long time ago damn but i do like but i do like yeah i like soldering you do it all man that's cool Uh uh-huh i'll smelt some shit (laughs) You don't know about this life. I, I clearly I don't. Clearly I do not. But yeah, we we uh, we went to uh I had a just a beautiful JSX flight. I did not I, I did have to put my suit inside of my suitcase so they wouldn't because they wouldn't store my suit on their beautiful closet that has about three feet of closet space yeah, and about, not a single suit on there. But I was about to say, I didn't even know they had a closet. I figured they just didn't have one. Well, they have a closet. Oh, okay. That uh, you can, you, you're you allowed to put your jacket on in uh, on the hanger and put it in the closet, but 
if your jacket is in, in has, has, a, <laughs> has a, a protective case around it, you know, a, a very thin, light yeah. garment mm-hmm. bag, sheath, mm-hmm. like a laptop case. Yes. But yes. for clothes. Yeah. Yes. If it has that, then no. Okay. Did, did you do some uh, Jason style passive aggressive dueling with any employees at JSX or did you just kind of let them rock? No. Well, no. On the, on the first, the first time around, I was like, you, it was a little bit of a, you got to be kidding me, but it was, she had also just given me an exit row. So she was nice and sweet. So, you know, it's, you know, when, you know, when to pick the battles and you know, when it's just going to be like, there's no use in arguing. Yeah, you know, you're not going to win this one. It's company policy, hands are tied, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm going to waste my time. But this time, since I knew about that, I just had to cram my fucking suit into my suitcase and then go get a dry clean tomorrow. It's funny how much this bothers you because I actually fold my garment bag and put it in my suitcase and it works just fine. To, to be, and this is not this is not a shot. I'm just, if you, if you fold it correctly, it should be okay. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not. I mean, obviously, the garment bag is 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 used to protect the suit. I know. I know what you be, mean. I, it should be used properly as the way you're doing it. I completely. You're in the right here. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I'm telling you, I do that because I can't. I have too many things with me, so I have to. I have to do that, and it's worked historically. But now, I yeah, I've, I've done it as well. I mean, it's not ideal, but in a pinch, it gets the job done. But you, you are traveling to europe and you had your new remova luggage and i believe you had an affectionate nickname for it already is that what was it again i forgot i i did because i upgraded finally uh thanks to the good people at remova I, I i have a trunk and i have affectionately referred to it as donald trunk um when i <laughs> when i'm in transit Damn. that's a good name for like a big dicked republican i think it's I- you know i think calling my uh make america girthy again i think my liberal uh suitcase lvmh owned suitcase i think the irony of calling it donald trunk is funny yeah because most most trump supporters likely don't even know what a remova trunk is oh no trump trump supporters are getting their suitcase at tj maxx or to me it depends on how how much money they got i've got a beautiful tommy hilfiger suitcase that has treated me well (laughs) through the years from salt my salt lake to <laughs> salt lake to louisville 415 <laughs> it's no problem what i wanted to know because obviously everyone loves a, a, a nice remova suitcase you get the silver guy it's a stunner but you wanted to get this trunk i'm assuming because it obviously it looks cool it's unique and it's not as common as the other shapes but does it offer anything in, you know like is this specific shape of the trunk does that bring anything to the table in terms of functionality or user no not that I'm, is, is it just cool not that i'm cool a, not that i'm aware of i mean the real issue is that my my long-standing hard-wearing uh checked bag that i had for years that looked like it had been to vietnam mm-hmm. um it finally i would have used that longer but it finally like I had it repaired. Looked like the meat is murder helmet. <laughs> All fucked up. <laughs> I had probably five. I probably had it repaired five times. And I was like, you know what? I think this thing, the wheel stopped working. Mm. And the trunk is just, it's the its the nicest bag they make for, for the, like, it's its its the best. But, I, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to have any, it's just deeper on one side. Okay. That's the you know it's it's it really is shaped like a trunk whereas the it's other it's deeper on one side but it's shorter on the other. Does it have a similar cubic volume capacity? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Okay, so it's it just does. moving it around. Absolutely, yeah. It's like it's like what they're doing with my conspiracy theory on coffee. It's like that what they're doing with the the fat from my thighs and <laughs> <laughs> they got your ass looking. They're good moving now. some of that to a different location in my body and it's helping things out. Yeah. They, they took your thighs and put it right under your eyes and you're not looking puffy anymore okay well if any listeners out there have a different name for your bag other than donald trunk i'd, I'd, I'd be willing to hear i mean it's good there's no wrong answers in the brainstorm sesh but you know call me a fool but i think we could do one better oh that's that's actually disrespectful to me and my incredible sense of humor i think donald trunk is really funny yeah. and you you think uh you think below deck is good too but you know there's a lot of there's a spectrum in terms of quality out there you know that below deck has some good seasons i want to be clear it's not all good okay it's like me saying look look 
my Toomey bag, it was great. <laughs> you know, it was a fine suitcase, and which is not false, you know? No, no. It did get the job done, but you know we could do better. We could always do better. I was, I, I sent you something earlier that I have now delved deeper into that a few a few people have mentioned to me. Yes. That they wanted us to Very talk, slow news day on TikTok. Talk about, but it's, I, I wanted to, you know, because we, we, we uncovered the name Kush Jumbo you know, a couple episodes ago, <laughs> which is truly amazing and a, and a gift to us and the listeners. Yeah, when and we had we had a, a dinner with with friend of the show George from 1975. We went over to All Time. Oh yeah, and he was talking about. He was like, he's I. You know, we we get this a lot when somebody says like, I was listening to blah, you know, to X, and then I had to you know nearly pull over the Ren Wall or whatever because I was chuckling so hard. But he really got a kick out of the Kush. He's like, this can't be real. Yeah, he was <laughs> the laughing Kush Jumbo. Again. But the Kush, so Kush Jumbo, the coolest name ever, ever uncovered. This there's a new TikTok couple mm -hmm. that is like a very southern guy who has now be become kind of like a character in his like hot rich wife's outfit TikToks. Yeah, but her name, her nickname is Pookie, which I've heard before. But her real name is Campbell Puckett, which is, <laughs> I would say Campbell Puckett is on par with Kush Jumbo as far as names go. Like, it's unbelievable that she has a nickname when her real name is that good. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists you get one that you really like you guys are gossiping you guys are chit-chatting you guys are talking about your personal interests next thing you know it's time to actually do the work so it feels good building those uh mental health relationships with people you actually like and on better help there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give better help a try it's entirely online Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowLong today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowLong. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole-body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Okay, Campbell Puckett is is definitely like a high school pitcher. A hundred percent. From UCLA who's like really you know, we got a lot of we have a lot of scouts keeping an eye on Campbell. Puckett. I'm getting scouted. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting scouted. He he hasn't had to have any elbow surgery yet. Yeah, he's a he's a big left hand. He's got a cannon. He's out of Arizona State. <laughs> he's got a cannon. <laughs> she's got a cannon on him. The thing about Campbell is that her slider isn't great, but she is. <laughs> 
she's based in Georgia, uh-huh. so I know exactly what kind of guy this is. But the guy, but he also, it, it's really funny. But they, they're just kind of like, they're kind of matter of fact. But he says stuff like, "Pookie is looking absolutely fire tonight." Mm-hmm. Yes, while he's while he's wearing kind of like a you know, sports shirt from a Southern brand that's that, that, that no one's ever heard of and like an Hermes belt with some chinos. <laughs> and he, and he, but, but it's, it's just, it's really, you got to check them out. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with it. I've seen it and I read the, the bustle piece that you sent me as well. Uh, while I was in the sauna, I listened to it. If I'm going to keep it a, a band pookie, but the 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 affectionate nickname pookie that is it's not uncommon down in the south right you were down in charleston or atlanta or any places like that yeah i guess so i mean the only pookie i know is is from outside of philadelphia so i don't know i i actually i've never encountered a pookie except in new york city okay it feels old school waspy east coast to me but i think there is some yeah there is that yeah crossover. i guess it is a little more a little more waspy it's kind of the uh the toxic matriarch of the family yes kind of vibe yeah you don't want- don't get on pookie's bad side or you'll be cut out of the life insurance plan yeah don't cross pookie after her second gin martini at 4 p.m <laughs> or you Peak- might get cut out of the will no pookie is gonna do that thing where you sit down and pookie's gonna pull out the checkbook to make you go away oh i like that yeah that's very yeah exactly exactly i'm gonna keep drawing zero what's it gonna cost on this on this checkbook what's it gonna cost <laughs> for you to get your dirty dirty hands off of my daughter so i ha- so i have seen this in People are are sort of mystified by it because it's just this normal ass guy who has never said anything cool or Gen Z ish like that ever, and then he's saying like, you know, he he's like a whatever his job is a a business consultant. Business consultant. Which he's is- a business consultant, which means his family owns an oil company. <laughs> he's a business consultant in the way that uh in yeah, the way that hunter biden is an attorney you know what i mean yes yeah no definitely definitely no shade to the h man but so so it feels like when you're watching and just like that and then like you know, like che diaz's slam piece for the weekend says that like these uh jackfruit nachos are fire or something like that and you're like <laughs> yeah, no. this just doesn't feel right well somebody describes it as everything he says sounds like he's saying it for the first time which i think is a really great way to describe the way someone speaks because he's he's reading it off of a, a teleprompter yeah, that it, pookie bought off amazon yeah pookie bought an amazon basics teleprompter for him to learn how to use the word fire properly <laughs> when referring to her birkin bag that's, Am- that's amazon what, that's- basics <laughs> teleprompter we joke but we are we're months away that's going to be oh, on the yeah, strategist yeah. in no time like um, what these are the top 10 best bluetooth teleprompters for under 99 dollars. <laughs> yeah no, that's that's coming make very sure you soon. click through that's very soon but yeah if you haven't seen them yet check them out on tiktok uh it's apparently they're really they're really coming up like it really basically she was doing, <laughs> they're bubbling well she was doing her thing and it was like fine and then once he started coming into the picture shit went brazy so it i guess there's some some through lines i mean it's it's always nice to see a female creator pivot and succeed first and foremost um, Couldn't agree more jason so it, it's kind of similar when what bobby whatever the 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 girl that I think her last uh, name is antonoff but not like jack bobby antonoff whatever it is the 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 she was like a, a mommy blogger mommy tiktoker person and then blew up rose to fame as soon as she started doing a zach galifianakis shtick uh, incredibly poorly then that started taking off and that's the ver that's the version of like yes maybe i'll put my idiot but rich husband on here yes and people are gonna love the fact that he he treats his queen like a queen yeah exactly like if if your husband dresses also he he just comes out and says how great she is so it's it's kind of the perfect thing and it is couple goals <laughs> to be supportive like that which i think is probably what makes it so relatable to all of these uh women who have stanley cups yeah <laughs> which i recently learned or have have led in them which is bad bad from my stanley stock that doesn't surprise me at all they 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 released a statement saying it's there there is lead okay but it trace, will, trace amounts it trace. can only it can only harm you if the mug or the thing has been 
you know, damaged or something exposing the lead exposing okay, the lead. Okay, <laughs> so that so worry not that makes me feel better. That makes you feel a lot better. Um, well, we did. We had a show in San Francisco. I'm not done talking about Pookie yet. Oh, you're we not. have to we have to milk the Pookie. So there's like the, the it seems like people really seem to like they're like, yes, this guy's a serial killer. Yes, they're um, AI created lifeless soulless people whose entire existence is just to show off their Hermes bags and when they go to dinner and get mezcal martini or whatever. But I, I, there, every there always has to be some sort of downside. There always has to be a give and a take. Something bad has to happen to them. See, this is why this is what I don't like. Everybody, these people rise to fame and stardom from a, a real place of authentic uh, displays of love and affection among a, a hetero couple. <laughs> something we don't get a lot of these days. And mm -hmm. <laughs> and now you, a member of a hetero couple are trying to kind of chop them down and bring them down and wish harm upon their family and you want their riches <laughs> to evaporate and I don't think that's I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I don't I don't want their riches to evaporate. I'm just saying, you know, if if everyone is saying like yes, this is couples goals. This is a person who treats his partner like a queen and it, and it's like yes, you could have that if you are a, a millionaire hot blonde woman who marries a 5 foot 5 guy you can also be treated like a queen but then you also have to be married to a five foot five weird little guy who says things are fire it doesn't but that doesn't matter because he's able to purchase bags and stuff for her <laughs> so it doesn't seem i don't think his looks are even well I, that I does i, I mean well the, you know on the on the most severe scale you've got there was, it was like Anna Nicole Smith married that like 98 year old guy like the goat. yeah he was probably buying her bags too right but at what cost I mean I see I see no I see no issue to be honest I, <laughs> I, see, I see no issue I mean if everybody understands what the relationship the Anna Nicole Smith's a great example Texan beauty queen huge yabos yeah she she wants to live a certain lifestyle old guys like I can maybe have sex with you once a month if I if I put like intravenous <laughs> drugs in to, to, to make my blood flow sure and then they're, they're good to go it's i mean if they to, like, to if me you, it's such a spectrum though because it's like is is the only point of your life to amass hermes bags mine no but no not not yours some women <laughs> yes that's yes exactly i mean women and drake <laughs> but is what is that a life you know and then also my next question is what if there's uh some sort of compromise between the two where like Maybe you don't need 11 Hermes bags. Maybe just one would be great. But then you have like a normal, cool husband instead of like a tiny guy who plays golf and has a micro penis. It's really nice of you to talk about me like this in the coded language. And I, <laughs> I agree with you. But I think that people in general are monst terrible monsters. And we all are capitalist pigs who crave mm -hmm. high-end items to feed our egos and make us feel better about ourselves and some people take it further than others you you for example jason you have it very under control you like nice stuff sometimes but you're not mm -hmm. you're not crazy but there are other people that approach it differently and when they see the hermes in purple croc they just can't they can't get to the amex mm -hmm. fast enough they, they just can't <laughs> it makes them feel too good yeah i'm with it i'm with it i get it um to those people bummer i'm sorry but if that's what really makes you happy then go for it but it shouldn't be that thing bad pookie <laughs> pookie bad pookie <laughs> oh man uh well yeah we did we had a show last night in san francisco at a theater like with this show because it was like a sketch fest thing we didn't really or at least i didn't i don't want to speak for you jason i didn't really look into it that much I was just kind of like, all right, sick. Yeah, we're doing it. And the theater was very cool that we did it in. I was, I, mm -hmm. I didn't, it was like a kind of, it was in Chinatown. It was a place, I guess, owned by Bruce Lee's parents. And Bruce Lee like lived there as a child. Yeah. So it's, but they also have, it's like a proper theater where they have like stage productions. So like the ceilings are really high. It's got all the trappings of like a Broadway backstage. Yeah. It was, it was very, it was giving Miss Maisel for those who know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was, it was really, but it made me feel like I needed to kind of, you know, do my hair and makeup and talk to myself in the mirror before I went out there. Really? You you had to go Berlant mode. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You had exactly. to Kate. Yeah, I had to do a Kate. Yeah. I'm Kating. 
I, and also, side note, I think if if there if any of our um, television or film developers out there, anyone over at Hulu listening or Amazon, imagine a, a TV series, Lil Lil Bruce Lee: The Origin Story, sleeping in the <laughs> in like some cot in the rafters of a of a vaudevillian oh. theater in Chinatown, where his parents. I think they said they were. It was sort of like. Like circusy, like trapeze kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of work, and then he's growing up. That's a what a wonderful AAPI story that you could be telling. That, that is no, that that is a good idea, Jason. And this is why this is why I keep you around. Store, give me, give me, give me ten ten pages on this store. I need I need ten pages on this by Monday on my desk. Um, but the yeah, I, I found it to be very. It was nice. Uh, I, these last handful of like places we've we've done shows have been very uh it feels different they're nicer yeah i'm grateful as we slowly raise in the ranks of live podcasting that the venues that we're getting are bigger and bigger their wi-fi is stronger and stronger then and also that is one perk about san francisco <laughs> the, <laughs> all of their it seems like all of their kind of civil duty and and, and municipal work has been funneled into very lightning fast wi-fi speeds everywhere yes not so much the uh you know drug epidemic or i did have a nice uh not to sidebar us but i did have a nice drive through the tenderloin this morning on my way to lunch and let me tell you something else (laughs) oh my i honestly you know when i think things i think everybody blows everything out of proportion you know i'm always like how bad could it fucking be shut up you're being a pussy it is that bad Mm mm-hmm and tenderloin even even before san francisco was going through what it's going through now you know even in just 20 years ago 30 years ago 10 years ago five years ago the tenderloin has always been known as like an infamous like that and like hunter's point i believe like those are the kind of classically known no no zones yes, that's where it yeah, gets rough yeah 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 but i mean i just it's it's really something to see um, what'd you see what'd you see over in the loin cb i mean I saw a, a guy that had laying on the ground and he had no pants on mm-hmm. and he looked like he was dying. Yeah. There was a hundred people standing around him, you know, like arguing. Right. No one even, you know, no one even, it really is like, it's pretty gnarly. And New York has some of this obviously, mm-hmm. but it really is. I think here in Vancouver are both like really, it's, it's dark. Mm-hmm. We all know this. It's, it's yeah. been I, written. You know, I, you know. I hate to talk about it. But our show was good. I mean, you know. There's it's, it's coming to San Francisco for 48 hours, having a good show, a couple meals. Life is good. You I know, agree. It's, it's it's not it's not that bad. But the thanks to everyone who came out from the yay. Yeah, and thanks to our boy Phil, our new friend Phil Griffiths, who um, we did something kind of different where we just kind of asked around uh, about a guest that would just be somebody that would be fun and cool and phil we had never met we had never spoken really except mm-hmm. like to say what time to be there and i gotta say phil did a great job and phil was a really good sport he was a good sport he had a, and he had a cool interesting story that we were able to sort of dive into yes. yes he was a creative director during covid lost his job or was laid off or whatever i don't know furloughed who knows and then decided to go full-time into comedy and he's he's 50 years old it's an interesting, cool redemption story. I like it. He pivots. Yes, he he pivot, and he's got like two. He's got like a two daughter, like one daughter in college. You know, he's like got mm-hmm. a full life. It was I don't know. It was very interesting, and I didn't know. I, I didn't. I, I just I don't know anybody that's kind of done that in their no. life at that age. No, I don't know. I don't know any of them at all. But it was also cool that we it, when whenever we do the live shows with a guest. You know, it's kind of like we the the crowd knows who the guest is. We know what's going on, and we already know the guest. We've talked in the backstage before. We've mm-hmm. probably already done a podcast with them. We're friends with them in real life. But to have a truly organic, like the first question I ever asked him was in front of an audience, and then just free flowing and going from there, and to have the crowd be interested and down to learn on this journey together, it was it was kind of unique and interesting. I liked it and. I sent him a message in the morning saying, "Like, thanks for being a good sport." As we sort of unravel and dissect the <laughs> inner workings of your personal life for the very first time in front of a packed theater audience, you know. 
But I guess as a comedian, you kind of have to. Yeah, no, I think that's part of the deal. Your skin is already thick. I think that's part of the deal, but you never know, man. You know, people are people are freaks. But we 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 finally got to go to a bar part time after a place I've heard about for a while now. Mm -hmm. You know, this concept of like cool young people only drinking wine. Mm -hmm. It 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 feels insane to see. (laughs) Like it feels insane to go into this place. It's 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 well designed. It's fucking popping. The music is good. The sound system is good. There's there's fog. There's a disco, but you know whatever. And you look around, and everybody's just got a nice uh, a nice red that they're having with their friends, and four glasses, please, for us. Mm-hmm. And no one's there's no there's no, no one's taking a shot of Jamie. No one's asking for a pickleback. <laughs> no one's pissed that you don't have the right. You know what I mean? It just it really it, mm-hmm. it makes it feel more uh sophisticated in a way but in a but in a way that you 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 don't like or no no i like no i liked it i really liked it i thought it was a really nice i mean i don't don't go into those environments very often Mm. but i felt very i mean we were with one of the owners that could have something to do with it but i felt very comfortable and like relaxed and as you pointed out because the it's like an audiophile situation Mm -hmm. like the music is is not so loud you can't have a conversation which is yeah the the music is bumping but you're still able to have a conversation because you know like you said it, it's still at the end of the day it's a, a thursday night and we're drinking wine so it's we're not peeking on molly and screaming to techno it's it's kind of a chiller vibe it's 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 good because in la you don't really have that it's just like you have el prado you know people will say that it's kind of the la or the san francisco version of el prado but el prado is just you know, you get like a five gallon bucket turned upside down on Sunset <laughs> Boulevard and, you know, a hundred and eleven dollar bottle of skin contact and some Hestias and you you're good that's all you got. But this is a proper venue with the proper sound system and places to sit and booths and furniture and things like that. So it was it was it was cool to be in it and it also was the vibe where you you could do coke in there in a very civilized manner oh i think people were doing coke in there for sure <laughs> you think so yeah i think so i mean look if, if there's a if there's one of the guys from lcd sound system djing i'm getting a fucking bag i'll tell you that i mean in in san francisco you'll fucking you'll get a bag if the the ups guy showed up you know what i mean <laughs> my package came let me call my guy right america runs on duncan san francisco runs on mid-level cocaine This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But it did have one of my favorite features as as an audiophile myself. It had a rotary mixer, um, and the DJ booth, which kind of lets me know that it's it's for real heads only. Mm-hmm. You know, guys that are bringing their own needles, they're hauling vinyl. Yeah, they have that thing with the little weight that they put on records sometimes. Yeah. If you have some warping, or it'll help with some of the the vibration distortion yeah i mean some of these imports are so old how could they not be warped you know what i mean it's just they've been through they've been through hell you know they've been to hell and back yeah if i do ever if we go back there and do another show and i dj there i will have to request a non-rotary mixer or also have a panic attack again so but we talked about this last night a little bit but you you you're like i can do it it just sucks because i'm not used to it it's not my thing yeah yeah i mean it's it's kind of i can drive stick yeah if i'm gonna like go if i have like a cute little porsche and i'm zipping around like the hills in malibu on in a sanctioned off area then yeah let's get a stick going that's all good but if i'm gonna go sit on the 101 in traffic i'm fine with the automatic yeah no i I, look i understand that i'm i'm a little bit surprised i i you know because you're such a man you know you love to fix things Mm -hmm. you're just you're just (laughs) you're such a great driver You're, you're the best you know blah 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 I'm surprised that you're not more of a stick fetishist. Um, that's a that's a good point. And also, I'm a I'm a I'm a more of a quick mixer than a slow mixer and rotary mixer. Quick mixing oh, on rotary. Okay. And also, if you're going to play hip hop or anything like that, 
that's very difficult on a rotary so you're saying rotary mixers are basically for guys who want to play tasteful dance music it's for some some long dj harvey blends and you know okay. groovy 12 minute songs and things like that okay okay that that actually makes sense i mean the music was great last night um yeah. i you know i liked it and i didn't know what it was and they didn't even have lyrics you know so it's <laughs> no guitar in sight uh but we did we also um we got to build with uh, Lance Bangs. We had some. We went to get some late night eats <laughs> with with Lance. Chris, we hit the pupuseria. I mean, it was pretty good. What did you think? I liked it. Yeah, it was quite nice. I was I was talking to who was I talking to? Yeah, I was talking to Lance, saying like, nice to have a base, a base of like beans and rice at the end of the night. Like when at the end of the night, you get use you know greasy slice of pizza, something like that. It can kind of set a a precedent in the stomach that it could be considered more volatile mm -hmm. but a plain white rice with a plain black bean it sets a very kind of warm and comforting base in the stomach yeah especially if you have some some glue glue floating around in there you know that that does no that makes sense that, that really makes sense but we were we spent you know most of the evening with with lance and I, I, we both noticed because Lance is like a pretty legendary like documentarian and video director that he's very easy to hang out with in a way that's like kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. And I re I was like, wait, that's because this is what he does for a living. All he does is kind of hang out. <laughs> like he's got to hang out with people he doesn't know that well all the time. That's all he does. And he, he also, he has to hang out with them all day or potentially for months on end, depending on what the project is. And that really becomes so much of the job. And I'll I'll hear Carolyn talking about it when she's like working on set or something. Like the the photographer, their job is taking photos and like knowing about lighting and angles and that, that stuff. But like you're you're the director, you're the maestro, your your attitude is what is making it all happen. And the way you talk to people and the way they interact with you and like that really is the difference between people who get hired and people who don't where it's just like oh you're a good hang you have a good attitude you keep it going that's nine tenths of the job nine tenths of the job he's obviously good at you know filmmaking and image creating but like if you suck and you're an ass like you're not the only person who's good at canon 5d don't do that uh yeah no it was last night was yeah shout out to lance last night was fun i had a good i had a good time in san francisco i have to say i went to uh zuni with adam today did you get the roasted chicken? Uh, no. <laughs> Did he? No, and he was kind of like the roasted chicken's fine, but it takes an hour, and it's roasted chicken. It's like it's not. It, it's like the presentation right. is amazing, but it's and it's good, but it's just not exciting, I guess. But I, I mean, we mm -hmm. they put us in a table upstairs in the corner. It had nice light, uh, but the um, the servant it took forever. We were there for two hours. <laughs> Which was uh, was it like a busy lunch? Yeah, it was busy, but it was more just like I felt neglected. You know, I was just like, we could have been, you could have turned this table and made more money if you just paid attention. You know what I Did mean? Did you guys order cuisines that took a long time to make? Cocovan, a no, smoked brisket or something? Yeah, I put, I put, I called in the smoked brisket before we got there. <laughs> no, we, we had, we had, uh, we had, a we had a dozen local oysters that were delicious, very good. And then we had, three different salads we had the caesar we had the the gym lettuce green goddess and then we had the special or not special but something less traditional which was like oranges like sliced oranges with feta mm -hmm. feta and and pistachio and mint which was very good okay and then we had some shoestring fries as well because that's a that's a signature dish mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so stuff that didn't take that long i mean i know how you how pissy you get for a lunchtime when you have your You've got your pills and you're ready to go. And no, I just, I, I just, well, it's just, I, I guess as a, as a frequent diner in restaurants. Hey, I, I get pissy too. Don't worry. I feel like you can pick up on the vibe, like, hey, these guys didn't order like any white wine at lunch. You know, these guys <laughs> are here to hang out and eat, but they're not here to linger. You know, because there was another table of like six guys that looked like they were either friends with the owner or in the industry. And they were there were six bottles of open wine on the table. <laughs> the amount of oysters in the in the in the oyster holder, I couldn't count. You know th those those guys. Yeah, in take the tower. Your fucking time. Take your fucking time. Who cares? Mm -hmm. 
But you know, when it's two guys, it just it seemed it seemed. But the food was delicious. I mean, it was very good. So whatever. Here to put in work. It's still a win. And we also had they had like a lemon sorbet with this little kind of like a pistachio cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh baby, that okay. was smacking, smacking. Yeah, I was actually I I just finished writing a a horses review. And I was I was mentioning I was originally going to mention the Zuni roast chicken, but a, a point that I was talking about or making was when you when I go out to a restaurant, I want it to be food that I don't or can't or you know it's not worth it to make at home. And I feel like a roasted chicken is the is like the prime example of something where even if it is the best ever, I just don't want to go to a restaurant and pay that much money and wait to get something that I can just make at home pretty easily. Well, you can also get it at Publix, you know, on the way home from the office <laughs> for your family. That's what that's that's how I know roast chicken. And yeah, and, and oftentimes you can get it at Publix or Costco or Vons and it's often often better. It's dry, but you know. That's a but yeah, it was a, it's a it's but the so someone I can't remember who it was last night it was like, "Oh, you're going to Zuni tomorrow. Let me know what you think about the art." Because it's got like the most diabolically bad art really I've ever, I've ever seen in a restaurant and because and the restaurant itself is so charming it's got that like iconic huge copper bar on the ground floor and it's like you know mm-hmm. all windows on a corner and and then you're you're sort of looking at the art and you're like this looks like ikea versions of andy warhol soup cans like what do we what really? is this was it like craig's level no, Mr. Brainwash vibe. It's Craig's. It's it's San Francisco. Yes, but it's very San Francisco. It's a little more like. It's a little more Mike Giant. I wish. No, it wasn't. No, it's not. It's not Mike Giant. It's more like. It's more. It's less street arty. Okay. You know, it's yeah. more. It's more kind of like not hippie is the wrong word, but not street art, which is what I equate. I know what you mean. Craig's with. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. I was I was thinking in when we were talking about going to our meal at Quince about how their their salad course yeah is called a walk in the garden and I, I, I just thinking about how I, I don't i think every single you know michelin restaurant i've been to where they have a salad course that's like that it's always called a walk through the garden and it's always a selection of chefs picks from the garden as if a salad would be anything else but that well i think a salad could take on many forms i don't want to get into the you know <laughs> The, the the nitty gritty on this but <laughs> i agreed but i do think a walk in the garden is is a fun and descriptive thing to but- me it's to me it's giving donald trunk it it, it reminds it's i always have like the sort of lyrical pet peeve of the wordplay it makes me want to do better it's like when when i would watch like cooking tv shows and it would be like all right you have to make this specific kind of dish like on top chef or something and they're like, what is so? What is your what is the theme of your dish? And they're like, uh, a tour of the world, or you know, yeah, it's yeah. like something something very va- very vague that sort of means nothing. It's like a cop out kind of vibe. It really gets under my skin, obviously. Well, I mean, it's also it. it uh, look, I agree. I would rather it be called salad anywhere. Of <laughs> course, of course. But <laughs> I'm not going to fault anyone for trying to get a little bit creative with it. And it, it's not. It, it's also. If you're going to get creative with it, at least it's very obvious what it means. At least you're not getting creative with it and also confusing me. Yeah, and 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 speaking of the quince uh, on the on the last episode intro, how much did we get into the the pasta course? Did we talk about that? I think we saved that for the stage. <laughs> we should tell that story. The so there's a <laughs> because that was a funny at, part of the at, show last night at quince. There's a you know there's at, at most mi- these Michelin star restaurants. Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's there's kind of additions that you can add mm-hmm. to your tasting for a, a nominal fee. Sub- you know? Supplemental so- menu items in addition to the tasting menu, you can get, you know, the we've got a steak or we've got a lobster or the sea urchins or the truffles. It's 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 for baller stuff. And what, what do they call it? Uh, a, uh, an enhancement. And the enhancement. The menu had maybe five different enhancements coupled white truffle pastas like a rack of veal some cheeses a risotto with sea urchin and they're they're expensive it's an expensive restaurant so each each dish was like 120 dollars or something like if you want Mm -hmm. this white truffle pasta 
it is $120 per person for a plate of pasta. And there was a couple kids next to us, you know, 24 or so. <laughs> Couldn't tell if they were independently wealthy because they were in, you know, the Bay Area or Silicon Valley. And they're, they they could just be, you know, shitty teen founders who had a startup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or if they were... Teen founders. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. Or honestly. if it was mommy and daddy's mommy and daddy's money. What do you think it was? Oh, I think I, I, those those guys looked like. Well, first of all, they both looked like they had never touched a man or a woman in a sexual <laughs> manner. If I want to be very clear, well, one of them was wearing a like a puffer jacket, like a Montclair puffer kind of vibe, zipped up the entire way for the entire meal while eating indoors in a in a Michelin restaurant. That was a little. <laughs> yeah, like, that was creepy. I think it's a like he was smuggling birds through an airport. I think he I think those guys I think those guys are are rich from from family. I do not think those guys. I okay. think I think honestly <laughs> I think they were college students is is what I'm guessing. Okay. Okay. C minus not C suite. Yeah. Yeah. No, they probably do pretty well in school. They were fucking nerds. So I you know, I'd hope, but yeah, I mean they I didn't get it. They were kind of to my. They were behind me, so I didn't get a good look at a good look at them. Yeah, they were they were autists. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just crazy to see people like that because I mean, the restaurant was full, busy and everybody. I mean, we were we looked like freaks in that case. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's a it's it's a it's a quiet luxury kind yeah. of place. It's a Marin mommy. Everyone there is rich and chic and understated, and no one would ever talk about things of that nature and everyone is a cool chiller and used to be a hippie and now they own enough microsoft stock to fucking go to the moon or whatever but these dudes were in there these and they dudes. were so <laughs> i don't even want to call them dudes these two guys <laughs> these two guys and they were they were drinking a lot you know they had maybe three or i saw i saw you know four or five cocktails on their table between the two of them they were kind of they had the energy as if they had just maybe stolen a credit card <laughs> and were and were just buying we'll get everything one of everything because like the tasting menu i think they said it's like 400 a pop and then with the supplements if they got all the supplements which i saw they think they did get all of them that's you know another 800 or something like that you know we're touching with drinks and wine and just you know all in you know a couple grand per person for a weeknight dinner between these two virgins. So it was a little stole the stole the black card kind of vibe, but he, one of the guys was playing drums on the plate with his silverware, but not in like a good way in more of And let's be clear, let's be clear. This wasn't me. <laughs> I want to I want to be very clear. This wasn't me. This was someone we don't know. This is this isn't an elegant, quiet dining room full of a bunch of people who are, you know, 62. He was he was kind of drumming, and he was kind of Tom Yorking a little bit with his. Mm. He was like moving his head around, not in like a Tourette's kind of way, but not naughty. They ordered the there's a white truffle pasta, and then there was another white truffle pasta, and you could choose between the two shapes that you want, mm -hmm. and they they got both just just cuz yeah yeah just that's pretty funny that's pretty cool to get so both. so each, uh, in addition to a full tasting menu they bought 240 dollars worth of extra pasta just to try it but the the thing that was interesting to me was the pasta shapes themselves it's basically it's a vessel for white truffle that's why it's so expensive it's like the most expensive ing ingredient you can buy and they serve it very usually it's very plainly and elegantly served you know pasta you know, a little butter parmesan whatever truffle it's like toro at, at a sushi restaurant you don't want to put spicy mayonnaise all over it. it's gonna step on it you don't put ketchup on a steak unless you're donald trunk and they had of all the pasta shapes and sizes in the world and the bucatinis and the raviolis and all this stuff they had this one that was kind of like an angel hair, very delicate, and then the second one was called Fagatini. And this and this was in 
the year 2024 in San Francisco. Well, well, Jason, I think this the pasta shape was named Fagatini probably in the 1800s. I don't think this is like. Oh, a, I know. I don't I think know. this is a new thing. So I, I, don't, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying that this pasta shape was created by this restaurant. I'm just saying, of all the shapes in the world, I guess it, there's another in, in, similar interesting interesting thing uh, at Saint John. They will also sort of. Not proudly, but it's, it's, you're making a statement because there is another a food dish, like a British cuisine called a faggot. Really? Yeah. Let me see. Is it a pile of sticks? No. Um, what is it? This feels like something you might have made up. <laughs> um, this is a fun thing. To, okay. They oh, are. No, it's meatballs. Meatballs made from minced off cuts and awful usually from pork, you know, so pig's heart, liver, Ooh. all that stuff mixed together in a meatball. So <laughs> I know that it's a I know it's a British staple. Well, the Italian the Italians have no problem, you know. <laughs> the Italians have no problem, so it doesn't surprise me. But But they also that but also British people call cigarettes that word as well. So it to me it just seems like is is this a word that we all need to still hang on to? in the culinary world it's not like no you know what i mean like nobody's disputing it because it is you know like okay this is a real word that you guys have been using well for you know a long time so i guess we can grandfather it in if we absolutely have to still write out a menu that says faggots on it well i mean are you gonna are you gonna what are you going to do? Come up with a new word and just demand yes. everybody uses it? That's not how things work because it doesn't matter <laughs> enough. It's not like a. It's not an important enough issue. You know. You know what I mean? It's not like. Yeah. I've never seen this. I didn't know this meatball dish existed. <laughs> first of all, I. I mean the the pasta. I. I mean all pastas kind of have funny Italian names that I don't think about. You know, besides angel hair, actually. Sure. But I do. I mean, it's interesting. And I do think it's fun for the staff is the reality, <laughs> but I don't, I don't. <laughs> well, and also like, like I was saying before, there, there are, you know, potentially thousands of different pasta shapes and sizes. So there, there have to be such small, subtle differences between all of these. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like a, a spaghetti is the most common ubiquitous pasta shape that we've all known. It's a thin, long noodle. There are probably 300 different variations on that spaghetti, and they all have different names. You know, this one's a little bit thicker. This one's a little bit shorter. This one has a hole in it. This one has marks in it, whatever. There's there's zillions of different spaghettis. So why not just, if there is a pasta shape with this name, can't we just use use one with a name that isn't that word that's just kind of close enough that gets you there you know See, what i mean this is why like is this is this a hill that we need jason, to die maybe, on? is this maybe, a tradition that we need to preserve maybe this is why you didn't make it as a chef jason because you're not committed <laughs> you're not committed to using the right ingredients when when called upon you know you want to cut corners and change things and try to upend the industry and upend hundreds of years of italian pasta making history <laughs> With this kind of and, stuff and and British too don't and forget. British yeah I just don't think that you're in a position uh, at your young age comparatively thank you to kind of make these changes to the culinary <laughs> landscape I just don't think that's <laughs> your place and I would appreciate if you stopped talking out of turn if I'm being honest <laughs> it's just always so weird because you see you would see these British chefs you know and many of them are excellent you know like April Bloomfield or all these people and the you know they'll they'll make a point of saying that word as if it's like a thing that we really need to preserve and when we are in the restaurant and the server says the word you know we're not giggling like a south park episode but it's it's a little jarring out of nowhere you know what i mean well it's interesting it's interesting because of that word in particular because it was such a often uttered word when you're like 12 years old if you're if you're our age, you know what I mean. It was like it was it was absolutely part of the vernacular of like a teenage boy mm -hmm. in middle school in the '90s. A popular slur. I don't hear it at all anymore, you, unless it's coming from a gay man and he's calling me that. Mm -hmm. is, is usually what it is. Or or so, unless I'm about to get in a fight in Orange County. That's the only other time I hear <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but it does feel. But I think that when you're British in this, like taking the Italians out of this, but when you're British. 
I think that like history is very important to them more so than maybe any country in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that there's also like a a thing that happens where you don't. It's been called that since you were you. You don't even consider it as a as a problem because it's like mm-hmm. that's just that's just what I that's just what it's called. You know what I mean? You're not like looking for a way out, is what I'm saying. No, I mean that that's true. That's all fair. But uh, to me, it just you know the the meme of the the student in the classroom who looks like a vein's <laughs> about to pop out of his skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's that's all it reminds me of is just just a high school student being like well oh look 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 it's it's absolutely unnecessary mm-hmm. that there's no there's no question it but i also think that it's just like there's a level of like what that's just what it's called that it's kind of hard to argue with sure 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 you know that's what it is but jason i like that you're on the front lines of change and i didn't know i didn't know this was an issue that was so close to your heart so we can if there's like a, a <laughs> anything you want to donate to or like if you want to kind of start a petition to take down certain pasta shapes we can i mean i'll, I'll sign honestly honestly i mean for last weekend I, I dj a charity event for abortion fun relief and now this how do i have time with all of my philanthropic efforts you're, right yeah you're such a philanthropic you give and you give and you give between this and fixing stuff around the house i don't know how you have time to do this show yeah i have such karma vibes <laughs> i think karma is so important <laughs> <laughs> uh that's that's true what is what is your plan tonight jason you just on your recovery swag no I'm, i feel pretty recovered got home walked the doggos you know obviously it was dealing with water heater gate and now and then i hit the sauna had a nice had a nice lovely sauna i where i did not watch tv on the ipad or read i just kind of sat there just couldn't be bothered to look or listen that's i i try to do that sometimes um in the in the sauna as well and it's nice it feels like that's what you're supposed to do a little bit mm-hmm. well i mean you're supposed to get your dick sucked but <laughs> <laughs> it's better in the wet than the dry i'd see okay that's yeah that's what i yeah okay you, you well. use the dry sauna to advertise your dick oh and then and you then use you- the wet one for getting down to it okay that's good that's good to know and how do you know this just from spending so much time in public saunas howlonggone.com is our website <laughs> you can go check us out we will be uh we have some merch that is going to be released probably this week we finally got our now jeans in we're getting those up and that's going to be exciting what else do we have going on um yeah i think tonight i'm just going to get some some dinner with my lovely wife and you know probably have some natural wine that's great well i have to sit i have to i have 18 hours of travel tomorrow so i'm kind of gonna take it easy well i didn't ask but go ahead i guess i was gonna go (laughs) i was gonna go get i was like i need some like navy blue t-shirts i don't have any so i was like oh there's a unique low in san francisco obviously i looked it up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's closed and then i looked up the mall (laughs) the mall next door to, to the hotel everything's closed it's like all, all like and i read these stories about how all of these brands are just like we're, we're out like it's not worth it yeah yeah and I, yeah all the west fields are gone i didn't i didn't i i thought people were as usual i thought people were exaggerating no. but they weren't No, i felt so bad when we went to that mall by our hotel and then there was that store where it had a sign that said we're closing on the 25th for good which i guess was yesterday so that means that was we were there the day before closing and it was just a high school student on her phone we walked up to so it was a restaurant that only sold miniature pies well it was those it was those kind of portuguese egg tarts yeah it was it was a restaurant that only which is sold even more portuguese egg, which is a which is a delicious dessert delicious. if you get a well-made one truly one of the most sublime sweets you could put in your pie hole there was a, a girl working there and when we approached the shopkeeper's storefront instead of putting her phone down and and greeting us or welcoming us or would you have let me know if you have any questions she never stopped looking at her phone and then just walked to the kind of the side back room like the storage area mm-hmm. and just hid hid in there to keep using her phone. smart honestly look at, <laughs> look it is smart but if the store is about to go out of business then yeah who cares but it's a real like I just I, I could just imagine the the person the lovely person who raised the money and took out loans and business plans and all you know 
taxes and permits and codes and finally got their dream business created and that's that's what happens that's the face of your business i would say if if that's your dream business it should be a dream hobby because that doesn't seem like something <laughs> that's going to kind of no matter how 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 much of an overachieving high school student you're able to hire or an underachieving <laughs> one it ain't going to sell portuguese egg tarts and eight flavors in a mall on market street that's just not going to happen i mean even if you sell 100 of them a day yeah what's the yeah i don't even know the food cost we don't have time for this how long gone uh thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week with more podcasts and uh jason i'm glad you made it home yeah and thank you to uh jay mascus if you're discovering us from the first time by listening to that episode i'm just kidding that didn't happen but uh a shout out to my new favorite nonverbal king jay mascus is too good not a mincer of words thank you to our sf our sf family everybody who took care of us here jonah and adam and and chad and i don't know who else but that you know we had a good time the whole team over at the sf sketch fest who may have not loved yeah the whole the whole team bagatini bit it's crazy because the sf sketch fest i i thought i didn't know like all the comic book stores must have closed for the week <laughs> because all the employees were working at sf sketch fest it was kind of nice. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, I talked about a anime for a while with the door guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jason. Love. I love chatting today. Yeah, I needed this. It was a nice little Friday download. <laughs> Wait. Upload? <laughs> God damn it. Goodbye. <laughs>